Welcome to the Fitness Oracle, where we have real conversations with real people just like you, with real stories just like yours. And this is one of their stories. I am your host, John Pizzavos. Today, we bring you one of those extraordinary stories. At the age of, at the young age of 23, Danielle's life took an unexpected turn. A devastating accident caused by a drunk driver left her with a life-altering brain injury. The medical professionals offered no hope, declaring that this was her new normal. But Danielle's spirit refused to accept that fate. Her physical limitations, her determination to recover was unwavering. She became a living testament to the power of post-traumatic growth. Today, Danielle stands strong as a leader and an inspiration to many. She has built an international business with last year's sales reaching a staggering $2.2 million. She's authored a transformative ebook called Mind Control. It's all in your head and has shared her life-altering experience with countless people worldwide. During our conversation, we explore topics such as what is ASEA, the intriguing world of redox signaling, the, and the profound impact of affirmations, plus so much more. Be, but beyond that, we uncover the depth of Danielle's past, the challenges she's faced, and the lessons that she's learned. Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Join the Fitness Oracle newsletter today and gain exclusive access to an array of exciting perks. As a subscriber, you'll be at the forefront of our podcast community. You'll receive early access to new episodes before they're released to the public. Plus, you'll have the incredible opportunity to schedule a one-on-one -on -one phone call with me, and together we'll discuss your fitness and lifestyle goals and the advice a plan to help you achieve them. Additionally, you'll gain free access to our private community where we hold engaging calls to discuss episodes and share how you're applying the lessons to your own life. But wait, there's more. As a member of this exclusive community, you'll also gain access to exciting programs that we're launching, allowing you to continue your journey towards health and wellness. So don't wait any longer. Join the Fitness Oracle newsletter today and embark on a path to becoming a healthier, happier you. So stay tuned for the incredible story of Danielle Matthews and get ready to be inspired. Danielle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Um, I was scrolling on your Facebook post, on your Facebook account this morning, and um, I almost, honestly, I almost forgot to that the time what the time was. I'm like, oh my god, it's so. I'm, I'm like, I got to get on this call right now. So, um, <laughs> I noticed that you actually met Dr. Bruce Lipton back in November 2022. How was that? I've actually had the blessing of meeting him a couple times. So through my work uh, with the redox signaling, he lets a couple of vendors at his events. And uh, I was allowed to, to be there to share this. And, you know, Bruce said a couple of things to me that I just thought, man, why have I never thought that? So first of all, my degree is in biology. And to be able to meet someone whose book, right, The Biology of uh, Belief, totally turned upside down everything that I learned in school uh, and makes sense with what I now know to be true spiritually and with the studies I've done of ancient philosophy. It was like a divine appointment, you know, like you get to meet someone that you're like, you have no idea the impact you've made on my life. And, uh, 
and he was such a humble man. I mean, just totally open, totally receptive, giving hugs, talking to everybody. He'd come down early for the conference so he could chat with people. And um, with the redox that I work with, you know, it's it's water-based. We'll get into that. But this is really interesting what he said. He said, you know, Danielle, uh, if you had people write on the bottle their intention, you know, the reason that they're taking it, because most people are using this to help repair something in their body. And he said, water will receive it. And even better, like the product you have to swoosh before you swallow it. He said, even better when they're swooshing, have them set the intention and visualize in their mind where they want this to go repair in their body. He said, you're going to amplify what the biology of that is already doing. Because from a biological standpoint, it's very profound. But he said, if you blend this, and that's what I love, like Bruce blends science and spirituality. And it's such a beautiful merger uh, when you can really get those two things flowing together. We are going to get into that um, because you said something there that actually I was like, wait a second. I read a book years ago, a decade, about 10, 15 years ago about how your intention being set on water and how it changes the molecular structure of water. I can't, I can never pronounce this man's name who wrote this book. But it's world famous, world, world famous like book. Like Emoto, Emoto or something like that? Yeah, like, something book like too. that. Yeah, I read it when I was much younger. <laughs> I, I was blown away. I'm like, you've that, that's that's crazy. But before we get into it, before we get into it, I want to talk about some other stuff. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, your story. Your story is actually quite uh, impressive. Um the wrong word but impressive is to it, it's it's quite inspirational to see where you what happened to you what what got you first interested in this redox uh technology well i lost my health so i was like i said a biology major i graduated from college i went off and did teach for america for a couple of years so i was teaching in a low-income area out in denver colorado and uh loving life i was snowboarding on the weekends i was doing my thing i had planned to then go on to graduate school and in the summer after my second year of teaching i was hit by a drunk driver and john my world just like went upside down so at the age of 23 i lost my ability to really focus for extended periods i couldn't get the words out i wanted to i was extremely sensitive to any sort of input light noise i had severe migraines dizziness uh, i was tired all the time but my brain wouldn't like turn off so i would sleep for maybe an hour or two and then i was alert again exhausted still in bed and you know i, I ended up losing my job because i couldn't perform and had to move back in with my parents and just focus solely on trying to get myself healthy. And interestingly, you know, the, the Western world, uh, they didn't have much for me. You know, my neurologist basically said to me, Danielle, with this type of injury, you know, it might clear up in a month. And then he said, okay, three months. And then he said six months. And then at my one year appointment, uh, he said to me with this type of injury, you know, the body's done the healing it's going to do. And you need to just accept this as your new normal and move on. And I remember thinking like, you're fired. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> that at the age of 24 now uh, that this is going to be my reality. Like, you got to be kidding me. And I was reading a book at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't Dr. Bruce's book, but it was a book called The Brain That Changes Itself by uh, Norman Deutsch. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it was each chapter was this incredible research that was done on someone that had, I mean, wild things happen, like losing half of their brain due to stroke or, you know, having to learn how to sense the world through their tongue. I mean, just like wild things. And it was all about neuroplasticity, this concept that the brain can rewire and, you know, adapt. And I said to this neurologist, like, what about neuroplasticity? Like, how can you say this is my new normal? And he goes, oh, that's a theory. It's not proven. And I was like, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. So uh, I, I will say, you know, the, the search continued. And I was very blessed. My mom, uh, she had owned a yoga studio when I was growing up. And because of that, she'd gotten to really know a lot of the people in the alternative health space. Uh, in our in our local community. And it was an acupuncturist that had previously been a student of hers that called and said, I've started using a biotechnology in my practice that is blowing my mind. She says it stimulates cellular repair and every client is having results with it. 
she was naming things like hormone balance, digestive issues, stuff going on with people's lungs, uh, their skin. And she said, I believe it could pass the blood brain barrier and help Danielle. And my mom just automatically was like, intuitively, this is it. She bought it. She brought it home and she ran into the biologist over here <laughs> who couldn't believe it. I just said, this sounds way too good to be true. Like I just, I don't understand how something made from, from saline, like this company was taking sodium and chloride and hydrogen and oxygen and, and making different molecules. And I just said, I don't, my brain's not wrapping my mind around it. Like I, I would have learned about this in school, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I totally missed it, to be quite frank with you, this redox technology. I missed it for about six months, but my parents both started using it because it was in the house. And they both had amazing results, which prompted them to do like a deeper dive of research, not just trust the friend, but actually research it. And they came back and said, Danielle, this is a massive field of science. It was too new, wasn't in your textbooks when you were in school. And it's something that this company, as it stands right now, they're just the only ones around the world that have been able to stabilize these molecules. Like scientists can do it in the lab for like 10 minutes, but they can't keep it stable. And uh, they said, look, just try it. Give it six months. Like this stuff can't hurt you and it might help you. So what, like, why not? And uh, that's how it landed in my world. <laughs> uh, as I began using it, I didn't really notice much, but about three months in, all of a sudden, it was like the lights came back on. Like I could focus again. I could get words out I wanted to. The pounding that had been in my head relentlessly for two years was gone. And as I stayed on it, you know, my sensitivities to light and noise have resolved. And those were things I was told were permanent. Uh, so needless to say, it activated my curiosity. Like, well, how did this just do that? <laughs> and um, it prompted me, gosh, eight, almost nine years ago, to start researching and interviewing people. Like I have interviewed dozens of doctors, the researchers behind this, the founder of the company. Like I just, my curie, I've always been curious. People describe me as like a little puppy. Like I'm always like, well, why does it do that? And what's this? <laughs> uh, my curiosity just sent me down a, an amazing rabbit hole uh, of this concept of redox signaling and what it can do for people. And once I learned everything, I just, I started to educate others and I've, I've helped thousands of people now with their help. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to get into the redox technology in just a little bit, because um, I know people that suffer from uh, concussions have everything that you just explained. I know okay. because I'm one of them. Um, but have okay. there any, have there ever been any moments where you said, you know what, enough is enough of this stuff. Uh, I'm just going to get a, another job somewhere and just, no, I'm out for the rest of my life. That's it. I've had enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, for me, you know, having, having that accident, it woke me up to the fact that tomorrow's not guaranteed. Like I was doing nothing wrong that morning. It was seven o'clock in the morning. I was going to meet my family to go to a wedding, you know, and this guy's driving drunk hits me and changes my world. And it's like, I can't unknow that tomorrow's not guaranteed. And so it forces me into the present every day in wanting to do something that fulfills my soul, that makes me feel like, you know what, I am doing something that is purposeful, that brings me joy, and also is helping humanity, because I really feel that we go through things so we can turn around and help other people walk the same path. And, you know, I've, I've been through a lot emotionally, coming through depression, anxiety. I mean, I kind of glossed over <laughs> uh, how, how bad... Um, you know, that accident really struck me emotionally, uh, but through a lot of inner work and a lot of reflection and a lot of um, self-discovery, I learned the power that sits dormant within me. And that had I not been pushed, had I not had the accident, had I not had to question why I was here and what the point of all this was, uh, you know, I wouldn't be who I am. And I want to help other people realize, you know, the answers are not external. We have so much inside of us if we start to explore our inner world and the answers are just waiting there. You know, it's just like they're sitting there waiting for you to turn around and look. And so I, yeah, like there are hard days and, you know, I deal with a lot of people. So people are fascinating. <laughs> I always say be fascinated, not frustrated by people uh, because, you know, you're dealing with, you're just dealing with emotional beings. And uh, if you're not careful, they can trigger you. So uh, yeah, there are days that are certainly difficult with my job and my work and what I do, but I absolutely love it because I know the greater vision of what I'm doing and I get paid in goosebumps, like watching what this technology does for people. And I think the coolest part is the network 
of individuals I've met around the world, we're talking globally, like people that are wanting change in their life, that are seeking alternative ways to help their bodies, you know, stay healthy. It's they're in every society, every culture. And it's like, you know, this just attracts everybody to this spot. And I'm blessed with friendships that I, you know, never would have imagined and uh, connections that are just beautiful. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's the first time I've heard somebody say, nope, nope, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> everybody, everybody, most, most people, most of the people that I've interviewed, they're like, oh, were you in my room this morning? When I woke up. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm like, this is the best. I, someone asked me the other day, Danielle, what drives you? And I'm like, I'm pulled into this. You know, I think when you're on purpose, there's like a fire in you that just burns. And it's like, you can't help but do because it's just burning. I understand that. I, I truly understand that. And um, I've experienced it many, 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 many times. How do you keep that fire burning? Because sometimes you just it feels like it's, dimming out a little bit mm, no it's a good it's a good question for me it's a spiritual practice and what i mean by spiritual for me that's like self-discovery and i am constantly putting myself in the energy space of people uh that i believe are kind of further down the path than me and i i've invested in masterminds i've invested in coaching um i currently live you know, like at a spiritual center so i'm around you know someone that's dedicated their life to to yogic teachings. And so I'm always constantly reminded of the bigger picture. And I think we can easily, our minds can so easily get into the weeds. They can get into fear. Our mind can like talk us into crazy circles and my mind does it too. Uh, but constantly being around people that have mastered that, um, that have techniques and strategies to help you master that, it constantly brings you into the larger vision. And I think you know, because of that, it's able for me to, you know, to not let my mind kind of self-destruct <laughs> all that I've created and, you know, what I'm doing. It's, and I know that like our egos, I call it the ego mind. I mean, our egos are programmed to keep us safe and oftentimes, you know, fearful. And so I always have to kind of check, am I making this decision based on fear? Like, is my mind chatting too much and dominating me? Or am I making this decision from love and a bigger, you know, a bigger vision? And if I keep continuing making decisions based on love and a bigger vision, the fire burns bright. The moment I get into the fear, that's when, you know, it starts to dampen. But it's like any coal, you know, when you put it in the fire, it burns bright. But you take that coal out of the fire and it'll burn for a little while, but it eventually fizzles out. And that's why I'm very intentional with keeping my coal around somebody that's got a bigger fire burning than me. <laughs> And that has made all the difference. That's that's very cool. That's very cool. Uh, we'll we'll get into the spiritual stuff a little bit later on in the show, but let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit and get a little bit more focus on uh, why you're here. You're here because I want to talk to you about this redox signaling technology. What is it? Hmm, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's do a little biology. Uh, I won't go too deep for everybody, but the term redox stands for reductance and oxidants. Reductants have a negative charge. So when you get down on the cellular level, this is what Bruce Lipton was actually talking about the event that I was at, that you were looking at that post. He was saying everything's signal and your cells, you're made of trillions of cells and your cells have to communicate and they communicate through signal, which is electron transfer. It's the transfer of energy. And oxidants uh, are positive, so they're able to receive an electron. What happens in the body is the body's constantly making reductants and oxidants in our mitochondria, but after puberty, mitochondria become less efficient, so the production of these molecules declines. And so as we get older, we have less of them. And the reason that makes an impact is that they're the communication network. So when you have damage, like I don't know if you ever thought about this, but say you cut yourself. And you, you know, you watch, we watch it all the time. Like the body just knows how to repair. Like how did it know how to do that? And it's because whenever there's damage, the neighboring cells send out a signal and it's with these redox molecules that the signal goes out. And that's how the body knows to come in and repair or say it's a mutated cell. It will know to kill it off and get a healthy cell in its spot. So if we're getting older and the call for help is getting weaker, it's kind of a recipe for a little bit of a disaster in our bodies because now the body's not 
hearing that there's a mutated cell and we know what happens when that occurs. Uh, the body's not hearing that there's damage. And so how many people do you know that are saying, oh, I have chronic this, I have chronic that. And, you know, from a biological standpoint, looking at it, it's just, no, the, the body wants to be in balance. It's just the body doesn't realize there's an issue. Like it's not aware that it needs to go repair your knee. It's, it doesn't know. And what happened with ASEA, this company, they were able to create the same redox molecules outside the body. And now your body is like a sack of saline. And it's just amazing when you look at nature. The body uses sodium and chloride from salt and hydrogen and oxygen from water to make a bunch of different combinations. And if they have a net negative charge, it's a reductant, net positive oxidant. And like you guys have this in your house right now. Like think about uh, hydrogen peroxide. If you know it's H2O2, water is H2O. So when I talk about, you know, what makes up hydrogen peroxide, water molecules can make that up. You just have to add another oxygen. And so the ingredients in ASEA are saline, which throws a lot of people off. They're like, wait, it's salt water? And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, those are the building blocks. Uh, that then make these reductants and oxidants. And so what's in that bottle are reductants and oxidants, and it's in a liquid form. So you get to drink it. And what, it's so fascinating, John, because it's not like it's targeted for something specific. So you drink it, and it's going to go where you have damage. Maybe that's your thyroid. Maybe it's your liver. Maybe it's your heart. Everything cells, and every cell, it's nonspecific, they all communicate with the same redox molecules. So every person, and like I said, there's thousands of people I've got to help. Everybody that drinks it, it does something different. It goes into their body and amplifies the communication where they need it. And thus the repair that is stimulated, it can be in a different you know, organ because whatever tissue cell was involved is getting repaired. And with that liquid, I always tell people like, give it at least 90 days because your situation didn't occur overnight. You don't necessarily feel cellular repair happening overnight. I certainly didn't. I didn't notice anything until three months in. Um, but they do have a topical. And the topical is pretty fascinating because it's more concentrated and you can tell it where to go. So let's say it's your shoulder that's, you know, bothering you. You can rub it directly on your shoulder and see results. You can rub it directly over issues on the skin. And you're going to see things a lot faster because, you know, it's just a lot easier to perceive um, because you're telling you where to go. <laughs> so you're knowing what to pay attention to. Usually, um, <clears throat> coming from a musculoskeletal, because that's that was my that was my specialty, uh, and that is my specialty is understanding how why you feel pain in certain areas of the body. It's usually not that area that's the problem; it's somewhere else. But it's just that's the weakest link that you have in your body, so that's the first thing to go. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say you got you you, you sprained your ankle. And you have uh, problems with your head and your neck. You're going to feel it in your ankle for a cup for a few days while that soreness and while that soreness goes away. But that pain, that lingering, that lingering muscular, that, that sorry, that neurological muscular connection between your brain and your muscles have rewired your muscles in a way that uh, you're going to feel it in your neck with the problems in your ankle. So I find it interesting that you can put it on your shoulder and your shoulder will feel, will feel better, but does it really fix the, 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 the problem, the original problem that triggered that, that issue? Good question. And a couple other things I want to mention, remind me if I don't about the vagus nerve. Um, but so say we rub it on the shoulder, using that as an example. Uh, all it does, all these, molecules do is they they alert the body like something's going on over here and then the body does what it's designed to do you know and there are mysteries i believe within our body about how it knows to do what and what it stimulates and what it turns on and what it turns off the redox isn't doing that the redox is simply saying hey body come look and now the body comes over and does it you know when people's discomfort right if they're like where the discomfort go it's not because there's an analgesic. It's not because, you know, like there's things like biofreeze and other things out there you can rub on and it's like, oh, I don't feel it. Well, you just numbed it. <laughs> so I don't feel it. Uh, this is not numbing. This is alerting repair. And so any relief you're feeling is because repair has started. And it's really interesting. We had some people that um, 
well, they didn't believe it. They said, there's no way, you know, something can work like this. And they do thermographic imaging. And so they can look at the heat, right? The inflammation in the system. And then they did a bunch of studies with, you know, clients throughout the day, rubbing the gel on where they had it and then doing the post. And they were blown away uh, to the point where now they go to thermographic imaging conferences and talk about the power of this <laughs> to help, you know, when people photograph and, and find problem areas in someone's body. But it's really, it's really an interesting mechanism uh, because it's just, to me, it's like adding more life force to your system. And that life force has a, a beautiful intelligence. And one of the things we see is the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is called the wanderer, right? It goes up on the face, it goes down, but right here is a good access point. And what we found completely by accident, I mean, this is just people messing around and playing and then we go, wait, and that's repeatable and everyone's experiencing that. You can rub this topical like directly on the vagus nerve. And we see uh, that it goes like down to the ankle, it goes to wherever the issue was. It's like the, the body is so smart uh, and vagus nerve is really, you know, intricate in everything. When we can increase the signaling there, it's like, ding, you know, just like laser focuses on where it needs to go. So it's fun to play around with. I think there's still some mystery as to, you know, the, the mechanisms by which all of this works. Cause sometimes I sit and I shake my head. Like I had a woman one time or we were in a, an event space uh, and where was I? It was like Clearwater, Florida. And I did a demo with people. I just said, you know, where do you have discomfort and let's try it. And then I was going around the room while having them kind of baseline before I did it. And this woman said that she had discomfort in her mouth, in her tongue. And she, you know, it had been there for years. She couldn't swallow it. She could like, her talking was like impaired. And I thought, well, I don't want her to like rub this on her tongue, right? So I, thankfully I had some of the liquid and I said, why don't you just hold this in your mouth? Like the whole time we're doing that, you just hold it in your mouth. I came back around and I came to her and she just started crying. And, you know, we kind of all waited for her to get to a point where she could speak and she could speak. She said, I don't understand what this is, but for the first time, there's no discomfort. And I think she said over three years. And I just stared because I'm like, I know the power. I've experienced it myself. But when you see something happen like that fast, you know, yeah. for the system to just go, oh, okay. oh, okay, let me come take care of it. It's it's mind boggling. I mean, I just, you know, constantly I'm like, what do I have my hands on? You know, it's a, it's a gift. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen it too, not with a SIA because I have, I, I don't have a SIA. You're starting to trigger my interest right now with the SIA. <laughs> Um, but with like other stuff, like with clients, uh, doing the, the muscle testing and everything. So it's, I, I've seen it too, where it's like, where you, somebody can't walk. And then by the end of the session, an hour later, they're walking. It, it's, 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 it's mind blowing. I'm not saying I'm something I'm not, but, um, <laughs> um, you said a couple of things that I wanted to ask you about it. It almost, this almost seems like you're you're triggering the nervous system to go and <clears throat> rewire itself. Yeah. You know, I've always looked at it more of like the immune system of the immune system, kind of getting like an alert and a wake up call. But if the issue is in the nervous system, it will, you know, like people, so say someone has an autoimmune issue, they've got like static in their immune system where their immune system is attacking itself. You add this in and it's like the static goes away and now there's a clear signal again. The immune system starts doing what it's supposed to. It's the same neurologically. You know, if there's something going on neurologically, the system is just made up of a bunch of organs, which are tissues, which are cells. Everything is cellular. And that was like the theme as I started interviewing all of these doctors and, you know, the researchers that figured all this out. They kept saying to me, because I kept asking, what about this? What about this? What about this? You know? And they kept saying, Danielle is a cell involved. Danielle is a cell involved. Danielle is a cell involved. And it's like, yes, for everything, because that's what we are. And they said, look, this is so foundational. It is how the cells speak. So because of that, it's like the bottom of the, the pyramid, you know? And it's like, okay, if we make the bottom of the pyramid strong, well, then the cells will be stronger, which makes the tissues, the organs, the system stronger. And they start doing what they're supposed to do. You know, the body is constantly trying to be in balance. It's like what I was saying to my neurologist, like 
No, the body is seeking to get back to homeostasis. So that's why neuroplasticity is a thing. You know, the body is always seeking to get back to optimum functioning. And this seems to be, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like an incredible biohack to be able to go in and just say, hey, let me just give some clarity to the communication here to get you dialed back into what you need to be doing. How is this any different than telomeres, than, uh, than telomere support? And does this help uh, the telomere length? It's a good question. Uh, they have not done any specific studies yet. I was actually speaking with one of the doctors like two months ago, and he said he had done his own little study where he had had a client like do, because I guess you can pretty easily do blood work to figure out your telomere length. Um, yeah. I didn't know this. And he said, yeah, so I just I do my own little study of do it, start your SIA, do it again. And he was seeing results. He was seeing a lengthening. Um, the company has not, to my knowledge yet, uh, done any research on this. Um, they have research going on all over the world with different universities, but uh, not specifically with the redox on this. And, you know, so I can't, I can't say if there's a direct correlation. I can say if you go to like pubmed.gov or you go to Google Scholar and you type in telomeres and redox, um, there's probably studies that have been done in the scientific literature looking at, you know, what is the relationship? Uh, because there's, there's a ton of science. I mean, it's like, I think when I first learned about this, there was maybe like 14,000 papers, which is still a lot of papers, uh, you know, on this topic. And now, I mean, it's like you search redox signaling on, you know, pubmed.gov on Google scholar, you're getting tens of thousands of papers on this. It's, the my alma mater university of virginia they now have a redox signaling laboratory so it's harvard so it's like every top university is now studying this because it's like people are realizing you know for a long time they talked about antioxidants and they realized the power of an antioxidant but like everything there was balance and so we were so focused on the antioxidant side of the equation you know the reductants and oxidants are really the full picture and that's what redox is. That's the space that redox plays. I mean, there's, what was the name of it? It was like the uh, the Free Radical Society uh, for Biology has renamed itself to the, the redox <laughs> um, society. And it's like, because people are realizing like, oh, we were a little bit too narrowed in. Like, you know, there's actually more to the story here. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, you have to, ha you have, to have a broader broader picture when you're looking at the human body because it's not you can't just focus on just one smile small little thing uh especially with the with our human body which is so integrated with with itself like it's um i mean it's also integrated with other humans and it's also integrated with 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 the food that we eat with the people that we surround ourselves with with so many things so many different factors that which i want to get into a little bit but i want to focus just a little bit more on this topic right now you said that this is a saline based so it's a salt water based product it's hard to it's hard to comprehend that salt water can actually do a, all this thing by itself is there oh, anything yeah. else that's in that's included in this because <laughs> well, it just it, it's a little hard to believe that's why i for six months i was like what did you buy from that lady you bought salt water like <laughs> Like laughing at my parents so i get it but you're also salt water like you're a sack of salt water how do you do all you do like the the body uses the same building blocks and so what you've got to do is like we're so programmed to go well what are the ingredients it's actually it's the molecular structure that we needed so yes saline goes in but actually like the ingredient panel should read sodium chloride hydrogen oxygen because those four building blocks are what you need I'll never forget at the Bruce Lipton event, um, it, he was there with Greg Braden and Greg Braden got into like the basics of like, look, you guys are like your carbon, you know, and like you're like four building blocks, like there's four elements that you are. And it's the same here. So when you go in and you go, OK, so they just they needed a source of oxygen and hydrogen. They needed a source of sodium and chloride. Well, the easiest source is saline. And then it's a three, well, it's a three and a half day process. I believe now they've shortened it. They've been doing tons of research. That's one thing I appreciate about this company. I mean, they're a biotech company and uh, they have a research lab on, on site. They have been able to figure out how to make this process a lot shorter. I mean, the body does this in nanoseconds. You know, their original 
way of doing it. it took three and a half days now it's a little bit shorter but it's amazing to go there and see the facility i mean they've got to clean all of the impurities out of the water like they strip all of the minerals out they're trying to get as pure hydrogen and oxygen as they can because that's what they need uh and as pure sodium chloride as they can and then those building blocks you know when you have four things that are free floating think about it like four different colored legos all right how many combinations of those legos could you make a lot. That's some algebra equation that I don't have the answer to right now, but there's a lot of combinations <laughs> when you have those four. And the same thing is true with this. The body is taking and, you know, like hydrogen peroxide, right? It's taking two hydrogens and two oxygens. That molecule is very different from just two hydrogens and one oxygen. You see what I'm saying? So it's not saline anymore. In fact, if you drink it, it tastes more like, uh, Pool water tastes a little bit like you jumped into the pool with your mouth open. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of saline left. Like a common question I get is, hey, I'm on a salt restricted diet. Like, you know, I can't. And it's totally fine. There's 5% of your daily value of salt is actually left in there because it's, it's these molecules are suspended in a saline solution. But like, I've never tasted salt. Um, some people I think are like, you know, all of our taste buds are a little different. Some people taste a little bit of saline, but most people feel like they jumped into a pool. <laughs> um, and the other thing I always tell people is like, okay, go to the ocean, get some salt water and spray it in your eyes. Tell me how that feels. Go get your bottle of Asiya, spray that into your eyes and tell me how that feels. You are very quickly going to know what else in that bottle is not saline <laughs> because that felt good. <laughs> the saline does not. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I've done that. I'm not sprayed by my head underwater and uh in the in the sea and opened up my eyes and not fun it's no it burns a little bit <laughs> just, a little, just a little <laughs> um there's a follow-up question there that i wanted to ask you um how is this any different than um uh, electrolyte drinks hmm yeah you know it's, you know, it's i'm kind of laughing because uh in the philippines and some of these other markets this Redox is in its own category, okay? And so every time they open a new market, the government has to classify, like, well, what is this? And it doesn't have a category. So a lot of these governments have had a really hard problem. Like, some classify it as a water. And we're like, it's not, this isn't like water. Like, you're not just going to, like, go guzzle 32 ounces of that. Like, you're just not going to. Uh, and in the Philippines, they classified it as an electrolyte drink, which we're like, it's it's not that at all. Uh you know, I think with electrolytes, like you're, you're putting more into your system that the system needs. I would look at it like the analogy I would give is think of a house that, you know, as the house has gotten older, there's more problems in the house. I think we all know that. And that's kind of like your body. <laughs> the body gets older, there's more problems. And so the house needs certain materials. Okay. Say something happened to the roof. We're going to need some shingles. But the shingles are just going to sit in the lawn until you get the workers to come in and, you know, actually put them up on the roof. I look at electrolytes and, you know, things like CBD, things like essential oils, all these things that we've known, nutrition, they're like the materials, you know, yes, the body needs them, you know, and they you can't, the workers would have nothing to do if there were no shingles, you know, like it's a synergistic relationship, but the redox, it's like the first time we've been able to get the foreman on the job site and more workers on the job site. That's what the redox is. So it's coming in and it's saying, Hey, you go here, you do this. And it's getting the job done. And you're just adding more and more workers in, which there's no downside, right? The, the project just gets done faster, uh, but you do need the right nutrition. Like there's no nutritional value. And um, you know, the electrolyte drinks, I would kind of put in the materials category of how it supports the body not the the little worker bees like the redoxes so it's important to have a good electrolyte uh electrolyte drink just to help support oh, the body. Sure. yeah you need that absolutely okay. okay i thought this was like a excuse me like a like a little bit of a replacement of electrolytes because that's what it sounded like i know well we tried to like put it into a category like i have a lot of doctors say oh it's a mineral drink and i'm like no <laughs> uh and, and people try to like give it we try to put it into something that we know. And that's what, it, I mean, for six months after it did what it did for me, I was like, well, how did it do that? And what is it? You know, and it took me six months, all these conversations, interviews, you know, reading, watching things to go, okay, this is just like a new way of supporting our health. 
There is nothing else that does it quite like this. I think maybe the closest thing is something like stem cells uh, because stem cells can go become and do anything, mm -hmm. you know, and people, I think the collective has understood the power of stem cells. I'm telling you 40 years from now, redox is going to be understood as well as stem cells are today. And everyone will have that blue bottle in their house because it's a no brainer. Like, Oh, I can easily replenish the communication in my body. So all my cells are repaired and healthy. Great. <laughs> Let's do that. You know, people ask me all the time, why do you stay on it? Like you're clearly better from your injury. And I'm like, yes, but I lost my health once. And I now know the importance of my health. So I do everything I can to stay healthy. And I can't think of a better way than to keep my cells healthy. Like, you know, I don't go to the doctor. I'm, I'm fine. Eight years on, <laughs> I'm doing great. It's interesting. Um, you're not the only one that does this. I mean, I've heard many, many, many people. Uh, what's the one thing? Um, what's the old, no matter how much money a person has, no matter how wealthy they are, no matter how many boats, how many houses, how many this, how many that, the second you lose your health, the only thing that you want back is your health. Yep. Yeah. It's and, not um, pretty for me. And, you know, the food that I eat, like I just super conscious about what goes into my body and around my body. So I study a lot of yogic philosophy and we kind of danced around this earlier, but you know, they talk about the prana. Uh, they say that you get prana, which is the life force from food. You get it from the air you breathe in. Not only do you get oxygen, but you're also breathing in prana. You get prana from the people you hang around. That energy comes into you. You get it from, you know, your space, uh, everything has this prana. And so you have to be really conscious of what your body is having to digest because toxicity will build up. Like there gets to be a point where your system can only take in and process so much. And so if you're in a really intense situation that has high emotional stress, et cetera, like your life force is being used up there. You got to, you can't last in that situation, just like you can't last if you're eating crappy food all the time. Like there's a point where the system goes, you know, I'm trying, but you're, I'm up to here. You know, you got to dec decrease the bad stuff coming in. And so I'm just really conscious of, of all of that. And, you know, I feel better than I felt before my accident. I wasn't aware of all of these things. And now with that awareness, it's like, oh, there are levels to my health and my, you know, my intuition is stronger. Like there are just things that have developed because I'm clearing my system. Which is a good transition to where I want to take this uh, interview. Having bad stuff happen to you in life is just a part of life. You have to go through it. You know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things like you can try to avoid it and try to put yourself in the most blissful situation, but shit's going to happen. It's life. How do you, how do you help yourself manage the, the hardship that comes with it? The, 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 the people around you that can't see and share your vision of where you want to take your life of, um, you know, where you want to be, but people don't see it or stuff like that. All perspective. So a couple of things I'll say, and I have this sitting on my desk for a reason. It's a yin yang. And, you know, when this is together, you see the totality of it all. And in this life, there is polarity. There is dark and light. There's love and hate. And I believe one allows us to appreciate the other. You know, when you're going through the tough times, you appreciate the good times more. Um, and I think the problem that most of us get into is that we pick. So we say, I like this and I don't like this. And the moment we do that, we create duality where all of a sudden, because I have preference, you know, I don't want that to show up or I, I don't want my parents to not support my decision or whatever. We get into conflict with what is and it's because we've created preference when really we're supposed to just be all allowing. You know, if I'm reading a book by Wayne Dyer called The Power of Intention and he says, you know, the divine, this power of intention that exists, call it God, call it source, call it the universe, whatever your name is for it. He says, you know, it has faces and one of them is receptivity. So being able to receive all that is with no preference. And what pro the problem that we humans get into is we create preference. <laughs> it's because of our past experiences, because of where we're wanting things to go. And all of a sudden we have this conflict and it's self-created in our own mind. You know, so the 
this is the best visual I can give for it. And kind of what advice I would give to somebody that's struggling with, you know, parents aren't supportive, people don't see where you're going. It's your life. It doesn't need to make sense to anybody else's. You know, you have a orchestra. There's a lot of different instruments. You know, you have a band. There's a lot of different instruments. The flute and the drum, like if the drum was trying to sound like the flute and be the flute its whole life, it would think it was a failure. But the moment it embraces who it is and its unique music and its unique ability, like it is so powerful. And the same is true for you. Like you came here with your own music and you came here with a vision that, you know, if it's making sense to you, it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. It was given to you for a reason. I know when I started my business with ASEA, just as an example, <laughs> it was really challenging because my my sister, my best friends, relatives, they were saying to me, Danielle, get serious. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's a network marketing company. You know, you need to go get a real job. You need to go do something that is respectable. And, you know, what you're, you're playing around, you're healed from your injury, like get back to the real world. And inside of me, I had this burning, like I described that fire. And I was like, no, I know that I know I'm supposed to do this. Like this was put into my path for a reason. I'm supposed to go educate so I can help other people with it. And it didn't make any sense logically, but my heart knew. And if you can stay in alignment with what your heart is telling you, I promise like providence will move, doors will open. And it's fascinating eight years on, you know, I have those same people saying, I'm so proud of you. Like, it's amazing what you've done and it's amazing what you've created. And there's, there's a piece of me that's like, yeah, it almost didn't happen because of you. <laughs> if I listened to you, we wouldn't be here right now. I'd be miserable in some job. So, you know, other people just, they don't know they're doing their best. They're doing it from their frame of reference. And, you know, they want you to be okay. Like a lot of my friends, they were like, Danielle, which is like, that doesn't seem like a secure thing. You need to go get a nine to five job. And I'm like, that doesn't feel secure to me. So it's trusting yourself and remembering to just embrace whatever is unfolding. Because I believe that obstacles, challenges, things are put in front of you uh, as a gift from the divine. And if you look at it like that and you go, okay, what is this challenge making possible? What is this trying to teach me? What lesson am I supposed to learn? A lot of times you have to go deep within yourself. You know, you might be saying, well, why am I so alone and no one's here to help me? Well, because the lesson you're supposed to be learning is to stand on your own two feet and that you've got what it takes within you. You don't need anybody else, mm -hmm. you know? And if you look at life with that lens, uh, it all becomes more like a fun game of curiosity and exploration. And I believe that's what the human journey is meant to be. And for people to realize, like, you have a co-creative force within you that you're connected to all the time, but your mind cuts you off from it. <laughs> and if you can quiet the mind, uh, you, you'll create that connection in a stronger way. Now, I agree with you. I agree with you because I love living my life like that. I love, my, I love living my life with uh, what if, and I don't want to die with, uh, with, the, uh, uh, with, with that in my head. That, that's the last thing I want to do. But, and I get it with your parents, I get it with siblings, I get it with your friends. It's easy to shut them, to, to cut them. Well, I won't say cut them off, but just go and do your thing. But mm -hmm. what if it's your spouse? What if it's your spouse and it's the spouse that's holding you back from something that your all-time achievement or your goal, your life goal, your life purpose. And that also includes kids as well mm -hmm. so what if it's like something a little bit more than just like parents is you know you got to go out and you do it on your own siblings same thing they got their own life you got your own life friends they got their own life so how about that well you know and not knowing somebody's specific situation it's hard to say but i think there's sort of two ways i look at it one and i don't mean for this to sound harsh but i think that people come into our lives for a reason and they exit our lives for a reason and sometimes there is growth that happens because for a phase of life, there was someone that was supposed to be by your side. And for the next phase, if they're not ready and on their soul's journey, they're not ready to take that step, you know, maybe you have to step without them. And I, 
again, I don't mean, this is not advice for anyone because I don't know anybody's situation, but I do, I've seen it in my own world that relationships can cycle in and out and they have their purpose and they're like, all of them are propelling me. Um, the other piece I would say, and this is probably where I would start everyone is when you change yourself, the external world changes around you. And I would say, focus on being what you're wanting to create. So if you're wanting your spouse to be understanding, if you're wanting them to be open, if you're wanting them to be curious about what you're doing, you need to be open, understanding, and curious about them. You need to give that which what you're wanting to receive. And it is amazing because you're probably feeling frustrated and therefore like that energy, they're feeling that. And that they push back against that because nobody likes that. No one, everyone wants to be able to flow. And, you know, sometimes, and I see it in, in friends and relationships, one person's wanting to grow. The other is like, wait, don't leave me and wants them to come back because it pushes them out of their comfort zone. And so you have to realize and give love. You know, if you're causing your spouse to feel completely outside of their comfort zone, and this is completely foreign, you're not the person that they married. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, love them for that because it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if you can give love and say, it's going to be okay. And we're going to work through this rather than, well, you just need to support me. And how dare you not support me? Like that energy is very different, you know, give what you're wanting to receive and it will, it will follow, you know, as, as your kids and as your spouse, see you as happier, as they see you as more engaged with life, that is going to feed into those relationships better. And, you know, it probably doesn't have to be what I said first, where you've got to like sever the connection and move on. But I, uh, that's the advice I would give is you got to give what you're seeking. And um, it is amazing. Like when I shifted my internal world, because with my accident, I had a lot of uh, victim mentality and I was miserable because I was feeling like it shouldn't have happened to me and I didn't deserve it. And I was, you know, I was depressed and anxious. And then when I switched the inner dialogue within myself, nothing changed externally, same issues, same everything. But I just said, you know what? I'm going to be present with this. I'm going to figure out what I can do, what is possible. And I just started to, you know, do gratitude journaling and I shifted my inner world. I watched my parents, my extended family, friends, all kind of just go, oh, like she's going to be okay. And the stress and the tension that they were having, and it was even creating conflicts with us, uh, you know, that all resolved. And all it was, was an internal shift within me. It was me holding a different energy space and uh, a higher energy space blows out lower energy. It's just like light blows out darkness. It can't not. <laughs> High energy causes lower frequencies to elevate to it. And if you can hold that space, your, your dynamics in your family will change. Very cool. Um, you recently posted something on Facebook, a Facebook reel that I wanted to talk to you about because uh, it's uh, it's a difficult concept, especially for men to take into consider into into their lives. Positive affirmations. We think mm. I'm not going to speak for all men. I'm going to speak for myself. But it positive affirmations seems that whole heebie-jeebie stuff, mm. and it's like. What do you mean keep telling myself, you know, my way? Like you use uh, three specific terms. I find them interesting. The three affirmations that you use, my way is made smooth and easy. I automatically attract the highest and best to myself. I experience infinite potential unfolding with from within me. I think they're great, but it just it just seems like how is this me telling this to myself every single day going to change my perspective on what's going on in my life yeah it well it won't if you have resistance to it <laughs> so, uh if you say the words and you're like this is ridiculous you're gonna stay in the it's ridiculous zone uh that's sort of like the the problem some people get into because they never experience it there's you have to understand that your thoughts are things um this was hard for me to to grasp originally but what you think literally creates emotions in your body. I think we all can agree with that, right? You can think thoughts that make you laugh. You can think thoughts that make you cry. The emotion that you have holds a frequency. You've experienced this before. Go into your experience. Have you ever walked into a room and you can tell people are angry or you can tell people are happy and you're not looking at their faces. You're just like, whoa, 
it's energy. Okay. Everything in this world is energy. And so these emotions hold an energy, that energy like attracts like in this universe. It's called, you know, the people talk about the law of attraction all the time, but it's actually the primary is the law of vibration, which says like whatever vibration you hold, you're going to get just like when you tune the radio station, whatever frequency you go to, you're going to get country music. You're going to get rap music. You're going to get NPR. You're going to get whatever is on that frequency. And most of us are completely ignorant to this because nobody taught us. And I don't know why it's not taught to children. I don't know why it's not taught to us. But anyway, you're learning now. <laughs> and this is to say that you can actually pick the frequency. And if your thoughts are putting you in the frequency of the things I said, like I have infinite potential unfolding from within me. If you believe that, guess what? Your emotions are going to hold that space, which means the energy you're projecting is going to be at that space, which means you're going to attract in from that space. Like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it will happen time and time again. But if you have an ounce of doubt, if you have an ounce of resistance to it, guess what gets picked up? The resistance to it. And so you will be on the energy space of the stuff that you're resisting. Well, stuff never works out for me. What is she talking about? I have nothing flowing from within me. I have no creative ideas. Like, well, that's because that's what you believe. And it's like, it's tough because a lot of what I teach is um, you have to become self-responsible. Like there's no one coming to save you and the issues are within you. And if you're not willing to look at them, you're going to stay stuck. But the moment that you get reflective and you don't judge yourself, but you go, why is it that I keep drawing in relationships where my worth is not seen? Oh, because I don't believe I'm worthy, right? Like you have to go, oh, it's not the guy, it's me. Or it's not the woman, it's me. And once you do that, the world will open up to you. I promise. <laughs> I talk about this a little bit in uh, in my ebook, Mind Control. It's all in your head. And I give a little bit of the formula and how I started to look at this and realize like, oh, I've got some sunglasses on. Like I'm looking at the world through some jaded lenses and I need to remove the lenses. And we all do. You know, we all have these lenses from our past and past experience and whatever it is. Oh, it's never worked out in the past. I tried affirmations once and they didn't work and I didn't manifest the perfect partner and it's all BS. No, you just, you weren't truly 100% in alignment. Like, oh, my perfect partner is out there. I know that. And they're coming. And so every connection, I'm like, oh, are you the one? Are you the one? Because it's expectant. Very different energy than, well, I'm just going to sit here and like, oh, yeah, the person's going to come. Like, no, they're never going to come in that, you know, energy space. <laughs> does that help? I, I hopefully. It, it does. It does. It does. I am that person. I've tried affirmations and this and then it doesn't work. It's And you're right. You're right. A big part of it is me. Like, I, I don't fully believe it because I have my own self uh, doubt in my own self-worth in my own in my own everything. So, John, you should join my book club. <laughs> so this, this book, pick it up, The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. It's It's been phenomenal. It will, it step-by-step -step shows you exactly what I'm talking about here. And, and anyway, might open your eyes. <laughs> okay. I love books. I love books. <laughs> uh, we're coming up close to the end of the show. And these are the 10 new questions that I'm asking all my guests. Uh, mm -hmm. There's actually one new question. I'm just using the other nine. Uh <laughs> With the increase in people suffering from depression from the past uncertainty that we've lived through the last three years, what would be the one thing that you could tell them to keep their hopes up? I would say whatever has arrived in your life is there for a reason. So look at the depression and this questioning of life and all that you're going through and think, if this was a gift that was being given to me, what could I be learning from it? And I think that will set you free then, because if you don't, learn the lesson, it's going to be recycled and repeated. And depression will continue to sort of linger in your world. The moment you realize the gift that it's trying to teach you, it's like the antidote is within the obstacle. Uh, you'll be able to, to break free of it. And um, like I said before, be at peace. When the depression's here, oh, interesting. I've got depressed thoughts, but they can be over here and I can still function in my life. Very cool. What's the one thing that you do daily that amplifies your ability to stay focused? Meditation. <laughs> so, uh, meditation brings me to the present moment and it allows me, because I do it so often to throughout the day, stay present with what's in front of me. 
if you could pick up the phone right now and call yourself at 20 years old, what would you tell yourself? It is all going to work out. Stop stressing. <laughs> Looking back, would you change anything? Hmm. No, you know, uh, what I went through has been a difficult road, but I believe it's just like, you know, climbing a mountain, like you gain some strength that you never would have had otherwise. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful for the resiliency I have, the strength I have, the awareness, the confidence, it's all come from the hard stuff. What scares you? I don't know. <laughs> like, huh? What? Because I try to not let fear fear rule me. Um, hmm. I've got nothing coming. Maybe my dog getting hurt. <laughs> I I, uh, I would hate for that to happen. That would be very upsetting for me. But I don't like. I know if I hold fear, like I'll create the thing that I fear. <laughs> it's like whoop, not allowed to have that thought. Very cool. Here's the new question. What's more important to a man, his word or his purpose? Hmm. I think purpose is everything. you got to live life with purpose, on purpose, and all things work out. And, you know, your words have to be in alignment with your purpose, of course. But if you don't have clear purpose, I don't, you're not going to do much in this game of life. Very cool. Where do you see ASEA in the next five years? Oh, I want to impact 10,000 lives. I, I've done a couple thousand so far in the next five years. Uh, yeah, I want that to, to have five digits. What about you personally? Where do you see yourself personally in the next five years? Happy, healthy, vibrant, living on purpose. That's where I see myself. <laughs> uh, where can people find more about you? Uh, my social media, like you did, <laughs> you can, uh, you can connect in with me. Instagram uh, is a great place. If anyone's curious to learn more about any of the things we talked about, uh, I've got lots of links there. I, it's me on there. So you can direct message me and, and you'll get me. Cool. Any final thoughts? No, just, uh, whatever resonated today, sit with it. Take one thing from what was said. If stuff didn't resonate with you, leave it. It doesn't disqualify the rest, but you were meant to hear something today. So sit with it uh, and try and integrate it this week. Danielle, thank you so much um, for coming on the show. You've piqued my interest about this saline, saline thing. Like I'm very curious now about it. And um, yeah, if it does what you, what you say it does, uh, it, this is the next thing that's, this is the next big thing. Um, I haven't heard of it myself. Uh, so when, when, when you, when I first, when you first talked to me about it, I was like, what is this? Like, there, like I said earlier, there's gotta be something more than just salt water in, involved in this. Like it, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. We all are there at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show and talking about your, your, your journey with ASEA and how it's impacted your life and how it's impacted so many other people's lives. Um, and I'm very curious to, to see myself, to experiment wow. myself with it. So uh, we'll talk more. We'll definitely yeah. talk more. Well, I'm excited so. for that. And anyone listening, if, if you're curious as well, send me a message. Uh, there's lots of information on the internet, but I can point you to some good stuff. Like I said, I've done a lot of interviews, a lot of digging. So let me kind of take that work off your plate and uh, give you some good things and, and help you get started if you want to. Very cool. Going through hard times is just a test. What you need to know is that when you get out of whatever you're going through, you will be stronger than ever before. And you don't need to go through it alone. Always know that you are not alone. Stay tuned for more real people with amazing stories that are just like yours. Until then, to everyone out there listening, I wish you a good morning. Good afternoon or good night, wherever you may be in this crazy world. Hey guys, John from Resilient Reboot Productions and the Fitness Oracle. I just wanted to thank you for watching this episode and I really do hope that you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe, hit that bell and share this episode if you are watching this on YouTube or on Rumble. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker FM, or whatever streaming service that you may be using, 
please give us a five-star rating and a positive review as it will help us reach out to more people that are suffering from mental health issues. Now, if you haven't done so already, um, I am offering access to a free weekly newsletter that we send out every Sunday and it would, and it's jam packed with podcasting tips and health and wellness tips to keep you balanced um, in the podcasting and content creating space. So if you haven't done so already, sign up to this free newsletter. It's uh, it's totally free. And it also gives you access to the, uh, the fitness Oracle private community in mighty networks, where we talk about this episode, we talk about how to implement how you have implemented these uh, lessons that you've picked up in your life and how it's impacted your life. And we are working on a lot of great other um, um, programs and, and uh, support systems for you guys to be able to, uh, to access. So if you haven't done so already, sign up to the newsletter and uh, I'll see you guys on the inside.